I've always believed the foundation of our fulfillment in life doesn't come from our success, but rather the strength of our relationships, not only with others, but also with ourselves. And how we develop a deeper connection is through self-reflection and purposeful conversations with those around us, especially like-minded individuals. And that is exactly why I created the What Fulfills You card game, to cultivate both more meaningful relationships with others, as well as ourselves on the journey of personal growth. I certainly use these questions as a guide for journal prompts and weekly check-ins with myself. And of course, when I am playing this game with friends on a Friday night in, you bet I am enjoying it with a glass of wine or two, who knows. Shop the card game now at whatfulfillsyou.com and enjoy an exclusive 10% off for listeners only with the code whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout. That's whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout at whatfulfillsyou.com. Enjoy! Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth. I'm your host. And if you're brand new here, welcome to today's episode, which I will be diving into, as you can tell, probably somewhat by the title. It is essentially around the topic of not only why you should be very selective about who your friends are, but how you can be more selective. And I think this is a topic that is not talked about enough in general, but especially within my age, which is, you know, early mid-20s, however you want to put it. And I think it's funny because we talk a lot about trying to find the right partner for ourselves romantically, but we don't talk enough about how do we find the right friends and avoiding getting into, you know, friend circles that really just keep us in a, I don't want to use this word, but trap, so to speak, because I think when you are in a group and you feel a sense of belonging, you feel like you don't want to leave the group even though you have other interests outside of it. And so that's for another story. But um, basically, this topic was actually highly requested the couple weeks ago, um, back in December, I had posted about whether the active listeners, if you guys wanted to hear an episode about setting goals for the new year, or if you wanted something around friendship and selecting friends. And a lot of you guys actually responded to me and said, well, how about both? And so I'm bringing that episode to you guys today. And so with that being said, let's dive into it. So one of the very first bullet notes I have here about why you should be very selective with who your friends are is simply because their beliefs become yours. And I'm not really going to dive into the quote about how you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I think we've all heard of that quote. But I just want to say, like, even from a personal example, and this is not to, you know, discourage or shame anyone, but this really came to mind when I was thinking about this. And the truth is, if you have a friend or friends, group of friends, whoever, even family members, to be honest, but just if we're focusing on friends only, 
If they see something in life as impossible, too difficult, too out of reach, it will also influence you subconsciously to believe the same thing if you don't remove yourself from their energy and their thought process. And I truly believe that most people in their 20s get into this conflict because you know we're at a time where we are figuring out life we have certain friendships that have been established since childhood high school college you know maybe you recently moved to a new city and you don't want to feel lonely so you're settling for some surface level friendships for now but you know they're their belief system is just not like yours, right? Or the, the, they're very limited in what they believe can be done in life. And, you know, I have to say, like, I've experienced this myself in that, you know, for example, I once had a friend who told me that I should be more, quote unquote, my age. And what she meant by that was one of the biggest ones was about dating people my age. And something I've been very transparent about on this podcast is that, you know, I have been open to dating a little bit older and that includes, you know, guys in their 30s and I don't think that's something weird or taboo to talk about. I certainly understand how for those of you who are still early in college, like that's totally out of your scope. So like completely ignore that. But truth be told, guys, when you are out of college, it is truly, you know, it's it's an open playing field, okay? Like, like I I personally believe age is just a number. I do think there are some limitations around like, okay, that might be stretching it maybe. But in terms of like, I'm 24 turning 25 soon. And it's just not, it's not abnormal to be, I don't know, like dating someone 35 or 32. Like I'm just throwing on numbers, right? But the point is when I had graduated college and this was probably like a year and a half out of college already and you know I was kind of exploring dating some people that were just in a different part of life as I felt more aligned with them this friend of mine who obviously was very much still in her post-grad lifestyle mindset which is again totally fine but I think it's it's important to observe okay is this person sharing this you know most likely they're sharing with good intention, but it's the way they're framing it and the way they're persistent about it, right? So this person was telling me, you should do this because, you know, you have all your time in your life and there's just something different when you're dating someone your age and we all fantasize about, you know, being with someone older, but like, it's not that great. And I was like, you know, totally open to hearing everything you have to say, totally respect it. But what happens is she's not recognizing that, her framework comes from her experiences and where she's at in life and others, including your own friends, are often at different parts in their life. That's why some of us are getting married, some of us are engaged, some of us are single, some of us are still enjoying, you know, the the dating around phase. Like I have been, you know, I mean not to the extent of getting engaged, but like I have been you know, through it all in a serious relationship, in casual relationships, in, you know, extremely short flings, in, you know, whatever, right? But I think that's the issue is like, okay, there's one one way to look at, you know, the dating aspect. That was one thing that came up about, you know, her limited framework. But then it also began to come about as if she had a very linear view of how life 
should be in that, you know, um, you know, like a linear graph, right? Like as you get older, you start to go up. And she kind of had that mindset as well about, you know, salary, what you should and shouldn't buy at the age of 20, 23, 26. And again, I know we all have different life experiences and that's okay. However, you have to draw a line and a boundary for yourself as to what you want for yourself and what kind of mindset you want your friends to have, right? So, you know, bless my friend's soul. I love her. It's just I realized that we were on completely, you know, different pages of how we viewed the world, how we viewed what could be possible in this lifetime at this age and in the future age. And I especially recognized that when I was more exposed to, again, like-minded people, some of which also happen to be entrepreneurs. And I met them in 2020 and all of them are still really close friends of mine, but a lot of them really pushed the envelope for me in terms of a big one was about like, even how much you can make at this age or even beyond just how much you can make because again speaking on the other friend she was always very limited with like oh when you're 24 like you should only be making this much and like only be buying these things because only women in their 40s can afford to buy these things right like I just don't have that mindset Um, but outside of that though some of the more like-minded friends really allowed me to see the scope of just like what personal freedom could look like. And that's why I started to push a little more on my podcast. And that's why I started to push a little bit more on growing a new business out of my figure skating dress business, Elite Skatewear, which is my first business. And the point is, is that if you stay around someone too long who has, you know, maybe that negative mindset or maybe just a mindset that is completely different from what you want for yourself, if you stay around that kind of energy too long, you would just start to doubt yourself too. And this also applies to your parents and family relatives, which is a different dynamic of a relationship. But that still goes to show why you should distance yourself to the most healthy point because you don't want to let their belief and their thinking seep into yours because again you could also go the other route and just become so mentally strong that it doesn't get into you but that also takes a long time that takes process to develop and develop that skill and develop that mindset so my best advice is to be around people with similar philosophies in life and when I talk about philosophies I mean like What do they think of the world? What is their framework? What are some of the principles and values they live by? Ask those questions with people in your current day-to-day life, but also people that you come across. Find ways to ask indirect questions that really showcase what their values are. And, And even that too, I think people, you know, their philosophy is usually easily shown in the way they live their life, in the comments they make about you know, themselves, about other people, about small things that happen on the day-to-day, you know, when you're walking on the street, you know, and they say something, like, you're just able to really gauge how this person thinks and just be cognizant of it. That's all I'm saying. And because I think, I think a lot of us, we subconsciously let people in a little bit too easily. And what I mean by that is we let people in because 
we are afraid to be lonely when what we should be really realizing for ourselves is that me being on my own i'm i'm enough right like i am enough it's a matter of can people enter my scope can they enter my world and they can only enter if they have a similar belief and values and they're gonna up level me as i can up level them and i think that's just really important to think about and consider especially if you are in your 20s Lately, I've been drinking Magic Mind almost every day before I start working for the day to help with getting into the flow state. Whether you are still in college or you work full-time like me, I know we all have those days where it feels extremely difficult to stay focused and on task. While I don't judge myself for lack of productivity, I do care about how effective I am with my time because time is precious, so why would I want to waste it? Something I've been genuinely really shocked about with Magic Mind is not only how good it tastes because I'm super picky, but also actually how well I stay focused. I mean, I don't know what it is, but if I'm being really honest, I get distracted kind of easily and it's been working wonders. So let's break down what Magic Mind really does. It is known to increase and improve productivity. It has very little caffeine and it only comes from matcha tea. It's a great alternative for coffee if you drink coffee for energy and focus or if you are like me, you can drink it alongside because I personally cannot give up my coffee. I love making it in the morning. It also helps fight off fatigue and brain fog as well as some ADD symptoms. And the best part, it is all natural ingredients including adaptogens, matcha, and nootropics. I highly recommend you give this a try if you are already considering it. It comes in a box of 15 and I like it so much. Sometimes I drink it twice a day. And even better, you can enjoy 20% off your purchase with the code FULFILL at magicmind.co slash fulfill during checkout. That's fulfill at magicmind.co slash fulfill. Enjoy! So speaking of up-leveling both yourself and other people within your own community, you can only level up when you are around those people that are a little, you know, a bit more experienced in areas you want experience in. And then that's also vice versa too, right? So, you know, obviously I'm not saying everything is like a business transaction, but at the same time, you have to understand what value you bring to the table, not only in romantic relationships, but also in friendships. And you should also be aware of what you do want to level up in and don't hesitate to acknowledge that to yourself or to speak up about that because truth be told, for me, a lot of the friendships I have cultivated over the past couple of years, each person in my life has been able to add significant value to me outside of just, you know, their incredible friendship. But also they've taught me things that maybe I wanted to learn more about or wanted to improve in. So for example, I've talked about this before, but a friend of mine, Avery from college, who's been on the show, she really showcased, again, through her own actions and just the way she lived, she showed me how to be more kind and selfless because believe it or not, I think earlier in my college days, I didn't really feel like I was that person in that I didn't think if, you know, a stranger were to ask a friend of mine, hey, how would you describe Emily? I didn't really think extremely kind, thoughtful, or selfless would be some of the common phrases or traits that people would describe me. And I was aware of that. 
However, I wanted to be more of that. So how do you become more of that? Well, you surround yourself with people who are more like that. So when I met Avery and I saw and felt the warmth in the way she treated me and the way she treated other people, I was like, ah, I want to be more like that. And I loved her energy. It was contagious. And, and I think, again, it's super great to be self-aware about some of those things, right? And then, of course, vice versa, too. I think that's kind of how energies attract, where someone might be really skilled in that department, right? Um, but maybe they want, I don't know, a little bit of your your decisiveness, your discipline, whatever trait that you have that you know is is really great and some people really compliment you for it. Maybe that's something else that other people will want to learn more from you too. So um, I think leveling up within the friends that you have, it goes both ways. And I think it starts with being self-aware of what you want more of and what you want to become more of. And then also being self-aware of what your strengths are and how some people may want to, you know, emulate some of that from you. And in order for them to, you know, realize that themselves, they have to see you at your best and, and when you're doing that. And so honestly, you guys, if you hang around people who stay stagnant, can't challenge outside of the box thinking, then you likely never will either if you stay within that friendship or group of friends. And honestly, it's not selfish to want more for yourself. The key is just know why you do want whatever it is that you specifically want and what is the purpose, right? What do you want to use that skill set or or whatever it is that you, you gain? What is it that you want to be able to do or to serve towards the rest of the world? Again, in regards to my awareness of wanting to be more kind and honest and someone with integrity, I just knew that I wanted to 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 be this person and I wanted to be this because I wanted to lead by example you know not only for future generations but also you know potentially kids and, and whatever um, younger people will see within me because you got to remember role models are extremely impactful we learn from them and I just want to be the best role model that I can be so that was kind of my why at the time when I was heavily working on myself or heavily working on um, skill sets and traits that I knew that I needed to improve on. So the third bullet note I have is that energy is contagious and this one's pretty obvious but essentially whatever energy your friends have or your friend has you will often mimic that energy and you'll emulate that. So that outside of energy that includes um, your friend's style, the the swagger they have, so to speak, um, the way they talk. And so that also goes the same way, right? If you want to have better style and be more suave in a certain way, then be around more of those type of people. Because energy is contagious and energy is is really communicated not only through just how you present yourself and your aura, right? But it's also part from how you dress and the way you do your hair, your makeup, and and all of those things. It really speaks about you and your essence and then just also your energy in general. And I've seen it happen both ways. When we are around people that have really good energy, we just we just meet them at that level, that frequency, you know what I mean? But if you're around people that have not so great energy, 
and you're not really independently strong enough to uphold your own, you will kind of, you know, tailor to theirs and unfortunately kind of keep going down that direction with their energy as well because unfortunately that energy will be more powerful. The second to last bullet note I have is that it is better for long-term relationships when you are more selective with your friends. And what I mean by that is, is that the friends you choose as you take your time in the process, those friends will be more long-term and sustainable. And I've also had firsthand experience with this, especially in college when I was going through a period of time where I certainly did not have the same type of friends I have today. I didn't have the same strength of relationships I have today in that, you know, I, I didn't have people to rely on. I didn't have people to even call up and say, hey, do you want to grab coffee? Like I've, I've been at that point before. And there were many moments where I truly could have settled for, you know, short-term surface level friendships when I was at my, you know, new university when I transferred from UC Irvine to Chapman. I had many times and some of which like I still, you know, some of them I wish did, could have worked out, but there's a reason why those friendships dwindled out because we were just on different paths and had different ideas of what we wanted for our lives and you know later on especially today like you kind of get to see how that plays out not in a bad way or anything but you get to see how maybe that impression you had of someone who you know you potentially thought could be a good friend you start to realize over the years um how that actually ended up not being the case and you end up being happy that it played out the way it did but don't get me wrong you know I was certainly uh you know pretty mentally lonely during my junior and senior year or not senior year but junior year of college which is definitely a very vulnerable state to be in when it comes to making new friends and finding new friends and I I went through um you know pretty much the entire year of having different new friendships but only once I started to really be mindful like okay who what are you looking for in these new friendships right um and I and I always kind of made a parallel to you know I want these friendships to be people that I could think of as my potential future bridesmaids and I've never been a corny person like that where I was all like oh my god like bridesmaids and you know thinking about my wedding and stuff like that I've never been that person but the parallel to me is that I could see this friend being there with me, you know, 5, 8, 10, 12 years from now, whenever that time could be, right? Because again, this is me when I was 20 or 21 years old. So I was essentially envisioning women or any type of person really, but like friends that had extremely similar values, principles, beliefs, uh, philosophies, whatever you want to call it as me and had such a strong belief in their own principles and their morals as well that would translate and stick with them over time and on the flip side I also yeah had those temporary friends that that really showed their own true colors when tough times came about for them and I saw that they chose to do something different than I would have done and instead of sticking around in those friendships being like oh well I don't have any other friends to hang with I really was mindful and I was like Emily is that the type of person you see yourself being friends with 
two to three years from today. What I'm saying is, do you see yourself staying friends with them after college? And the answer I knew was no, I don't because I just would not choose to do that. And so there's just really no point in me wasting time in trying to stay closer with this person. Last but not least, I believe that who you choose to surround yourself with is similar to atomic habits in that if you are around those that make you level up, they challenge you, they challenge you in the way you think and what you want out of your life and what you believe is possible in your life. And again, when I say challenge, I mean challenge you in a stimulating and positive way. Over time, you get 1% better because you're around people that push you to be better as you do with them. Same thing goes with the opposite direction. If you are around people that aren't aligned with you, which oftentimes I believe we have like this instinct about, we kind of just we kind of just know if we're, if we are vibing with someone or not, both romantically and in friendships. Um, but outside of that too, it's just like you've seen over time that they have different interests, different long-term goals, different um, belief in what is possible in this lifetime, right? If you stay around that too long, in, in essence, I call that settling, right? Which we certainly don't do in romantic relationships. So why would we do it in friendships that ideally should be there for you, you know, in the ups and downs of your potential romantic relationships, you know what I mean? But with friendships, if you are around people that essentially, you know, drag you down and, and don't align with you, then over time, you will also decline 1% each day. And you will only notice that after a long period of time, let's say six, nine months, a year. And same thing with if you're around people that just really help you improve. And that also translates into your physique, right? Working out, you won't see results one day after. Um, you'll see very, very tiny results a week after, but you'll start to see them more marginally after one month, three months, six months, a year, two years, right? That is the same concept about who you select as your friends. And therefore, to really cap this out for you guys, I just want to say I've been there myself and I know how difficult it is to let go of friendships that you really wanted to keep around, but you also know is just not the right fit for you long term because as we get older i feel like our circle gets even more small right so do yourself a favor and let go let go of what you thought and hope could be of whatever friendship or friendships that you had and move forward with your life and look at the person you want to become ask yourself who do i want to be how do I want to be described? And if the people around you right now aren't remotely similar to what you are describing for yourself, then you are doing a disservice to you. And so be mindful about who you choose as your friends because it will have a long impact on you over time. And there is nothing more fulfilling than having meaningful long-term connections and relationships with people especially as they become your support system 
Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this one or if you have been enjoying the recent podcast episodes, it would mean so much to me if you could rate and review the podcast either on Spotify or Apple, which is brand new as of a couple weeks ago, that you can rate the podcast on Spotify. So if you are a Spotify listener, it would mean a lot if you could just quickly leave a rating which I believe is just a rating. I don't think it's a specific review. So please leave five stars if you've been loving this podcast. And if you're willing to go out of your way to just share some feedback on Apple Podcasts, that would also mean the world to me. Truly, it just helps me through the rough days as entrepreneurship and podcasting and all of that can be a lonely road, especially doing it all on your own. So it never goes unnoticed. And before you head out, if you liked some of the questions I brought up today on this episode or just some of the topics that really give you food for thought, you can find more of that in the What Fulfills You card game, which you can purchase at whatfulfillsyou.com. All orders go out on the same business day when ordered before 3 p.m. Eastern time. Thanks again for tuning in. I will chat with you all in the next episode. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.